I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. And I'm April, sex toy maven, VP of Hot Octopus, and I've dedicated my life to the business of sex. We're two people with a passion for educating and inspiring shame-free conversations about sex and relationships. Welcome Welcome to to the the Shameless Sex Revolution. Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to ShamelessSex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX at PurePleasureShop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit PleasurePodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Okay, so this episode is coming out after anal August. Mm. The end. Well, not the end. The I beginning. call it Shameless Sextember. Yeah, but it's also uh, Men's Health Awareness it's, Month or it's, Men's yes. Sexual Health Awareness or Men's. No, the, oh, it's the cancer. Oh, my God. You said that it is cancer awareness for men's sexual health. Well, listen to the Anyways, episode <laughs> because <laughs> we are not Googling it right now. Yeah. He does say exactly what September is yeah. about. And there's a lot of I know it is still sexual health awareness month or health awareness month something like that so maybe i don't know but he said specifically about about cancer and other right. health related issues and and he's talking from perspective of pleasure with prostates uh, and with penis owning bodies and also health benefits or health issues but how to how to exercise and massage your prostate for more pleasure and better health right we yes. we dive deeper than we ever have with forest i love getting show. deep with forest yes and he develops incredible products oh, for yeah. Aneros and he's a wealth of knowledge. I think he was an engineer before that. And then he entered into the sex toy world yeah. and has never left. Aneros so. makes some of the best prostate products on the market. They're yeah. amazing. We talk about it more. We're not even depth. sponsored by them. We just no, have we them on the products. show because we love Oh, we love them. We use them. Yeah. Since pure pleasure brick and mortar days. In 2008, we started selling them. We sold them like hotcakes. And you speaking of, if you hear anything on the show that you want to buy, we have them at purepleasureshop.com. My mom's sex shop. I own it with her too. Online sex pleasure boutique. Go to purepleasureshop.com. Use coupon code shameless sex to get 15% off of all of your narrows and more. And more. And more. And guess what else we have for you all? Ooh, is it a car? <laughs> we have a new Ferrari for each of you. You and you. And you. That'd be uh, really cool. That would be incredible. And no, that's not Shit. what we have. But right. we have something that's going to last a lot longer than a Ferrari. It's oh. our book. Woo! Also titled Shameless Sex. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure, but it's a choose your own pleasure path yeah. to finding the sex life that you've always wanted to unlock. And it's deeper than the podcast. We've got ton of episodes 350 plus probably at this point and this book is a deep dive it's not just about amy and i no it's, it's a book that will guide you through all of the this like your sexuality journey right yeah. finding sex that, relationships finding who you really are as a sexual being oh, yeah. but also like any sort of challenges that come up and something you can visit time and time again like okay now i have this new thing we have challenges. New questions. oh we, yeah we learn every week from yeah. the folks on our show we still have challenges so we put all of our heart and soul into this last two years for two years and it'll be out november 14th but we're encouraging you because we created a special exclusive gift and it's an online it's a workshop but you just it's entertainment and you'll get some 
awesome tips that Amy and I created. We also spent a lot of time. It's beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we might be wearing lingerie. We're la- yeah. <laughs> and it's free. You just uh, go to our website, shamelesssex.com and send your proof of purchase uh, that you can click. You can click on the large book. You can see what it looks like. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, we help design all of all of what it looks like. And we're so proud. Yeah. Uh, my mom cried when oh, I was like, Mom, no, look. look it's here. She's like, no, my daughter. I'm so proud of you. And yeah. If, yeah. if you love Shameless Sex, go please support us but also buy the book because like april said it offers something different that's on that's in our show and for any like people of all ages sexual yeah, orientation relationship stuff that's what i'm saying you can buy this for friends you can buy this for that's what our goal was to really um speak to as many humans out there uh that care about sex and relationships mm-hmm. as possible so it is written for you yes you and you and, and you. you so yeah. um yes i mean i ideally at some point i hope that we can educate even you know people that are in high school mm-hmm. and uh, but this we right also now, want it at some yeah. point written different languages yes so translate yeah. it so mm-hmm. that is what we're encouraging and inviting you to do it's so easy go to shamelessex.com yeah and we appreciate you. We love you. Oh, did we already say that you just email us? I already said that. Well, you just, pr- like, pr- all the info's on the website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just shamelessex.com, click it, buy it, 28 bucks, and um, you'll get it a copy in November. Are you ready for a sex question? Yeah. So this is actually a request for a topic, but we're just going to answer it as a sex question right now until we have the topic. But I think we've talked about it a little bit on some episodes, but not a lot. Can you talk about voyeurism and exhibitionism? Why are people interested in this form of play or these forms of play? What are some safe ways that people can explore this that won't cause an issue of consent or not illegal? I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So voyeur, I identify as a voyeur and an exhibitionist. <laughs> well, right. If, if yeah. You mean if people are like, so voyeurism is when you're watching. You enjoy, you get turned on and enjoy right. watching people in their erotic state. Right. And for instance, I've, I know I've stayed at a hotel before and I was a voyeur because a couple left their windows wide open. It was oh, nighttime. The yeah. lights were on. And I was like, wow, this is fucking hot. Yeah. And I'm like, is that consensual that I'm watching? But their windows are open. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. Yeah. And I guess I'm not, but I don't know the room number to call and be like, hey, yo, you're doing a great work over there. Or like, uh, do I have permission to watch? Right. <laughs> and sometimes I, th- I know that I have a lot of big windows in my house. Oh, yeah. And definitely there's times where I don't put down the blinds and there's my maybe like light backing and I'm banging and I'm like oh I wonder if this is not consensual with my neighbors <laughs> so yeah well there's the so here's the other piece of the exhibitionism so we can talk about the consent thing about voyeurism so I want to watch or, or there's something that turns me on and the voyeurism I think is usually is watching but what if you're you know your neighbors we're in the hotel room as we're recording this they're having sex on the other side of the wall so you can't see them but you're listening or you drill a hole well that's some, that's not, not consensual. consensual that's where it, but yeah, like, the line is drawn. if they're banging really hard it's not your job to put earplugs in unless you want to so that's not creepy but so so going into exhibitionism that's being turned on or aroused or really enjoying being watched being the one that's being viewed or witnessed or one bang in a park bench in central yeah, park which could also be illegal but that is exhibitionism yeah and so what i think one of the things that's really tricky with both of them is that there is this fine line with the consent piece and so you know if so say i'm sharing the hotel room or i'm sorry i'm on the other wall side of the wall of you know of strangers on the other side i don't know them or people i know if people you know i would ask them before like hey just so you know we might be really loud tonight are you okay with that and then get that consent for them to like hear you but you know you do you it's a hotel room you rented it to like have have loud sexes maybe but if you are doing it in a way where I'm going to bang really hard and loud in this hotel because I get turned on knowing other people might hear me 
I personally think that's a little bit of a consent issue. Now, if you're just getting lost in the moment and that's just hot to you to get lost in the moment, you do you again. But like if you're like, I want the whole hotel to hear us, but they don't. I'm not asking them if that's cool, which you're not, you can't even do that. No. I would be, that's just disrespect in a way of like people are trying to sleep. They might have kids. Right. I don't know. Uh, well, I think if people are leaving the windows open and banging and you know, what if it's can, really hot and you don't have an airflow? Well, right. But I'm saying, I, I don't think that there's like, there's no permission to be asking. <laughs> yes. And also if you're a voyeur watching, like, yo, like you sort of put it out there for us to see. And I'm liking what I see. I don't think that that is illegal i don't know unless i was really offended and i i don't know that it's technically when you're in a hotel room i mean you could really that it's like your own private space so unless you're doing something illegal and sex is not illegal if it's two consenting parties or three or four or five or ten well the two things that came to my mind is the flashers and the peeping toms right so like i and i think that most people like oh they're all men they're not all men um so the flashers are the ones who would be an exhibitionist who there and i have you ever you've been flashed i've been yeah i lived in sevilla spain Uh sevilla and i had a dude that was masturbating on a bus while i was riding the bus uh behind a newspaper and was uh, he looking at you or was he uh, yeah and then i had how old were you i was 19 okay but i wasn't and it's, you were still traumatic. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, it wasn't traumatic, but I was like, what is he doing? And then I kind of saw, and then like, at ah! the end, the, the newspaper sort of dropped. I was with a couple of friends that were like, whoa. And then a dude came up when I was different dude, thankfully, a few months later and came up, dropped his pants and just started jerking off uh, in the darkness of the street, that's, which was freaky. And I was just with one other friend yeah. and we had, we ran, I said, no me gusta. <laughs> and then I ran. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. So you tell him. The, but so that is a form of flashing. I haven't had like the the trench coat opening where they just like show nakedness like that's, that's what I think the of, movies right yeah. the flasher that's what i think of but the dropping the drawers and the, the public masturbation is what i think of as being flashed i had an experience i think i was only like 12 or 13 walking down mission street in santa cruz with another friend and uh this car drove by super slow this this guy so we're like we're not i don't even know if we were in junior high yet oh, i mean God. we might have been still in sixth grade. i don't i don't know we're probably yeah seventh grade sixth grade and he's going super slow and we're looking at him and he's totally baiting he's totally jacking off going really slow on mission street wow and we're like what's he doing ah! yeah. and we were disturbed right? we're like that's not consensual because we just saw you getting off to us saw your penis or your cock or whatever saw you baiting we're like we're not consenting to that and we're super young that's like that's a little bit too far and i think even if we weren't young if i was 60 i'd be like still not cool so and i i think with these pieces when it comes to flashing or or let's just say with so a flash i'd say is more like the dark side of exhibitionism when it, if it doesn't come with consent um, it's like i have to do this and i and there and a lot of people are flashers they're getting off to that reaction they want you to go whoa ah, yeah oh my god ah you know and they're not if, but if you looked at them so if you ever see a flasher and you really want to fuck with them look at them and look the other way like you never saw a thing well do you remember <laughs> basic instinct sharon stone when she uh it was that movie filmed and it was like I never michael remember douglas movie, oh my yeah. god it's so dope I've you seen should it. watch I've it i've seen it i just don't remember she movies. flashes the police officers with their vulva um and it was like so hot and very it was very back when it was out i think it, it like i don't know the, i think the 
late 80s or early 90s it's such a great movie still we, we didn't watch, watch that vintage movie night one that night? was nine and a half weeks oh okay but that movie kind of that was flashing yeah and all the police it was her and a bunch of men in a room she's getting interviewed for murdering someone um and michael douglas is in it and she opens her legs because she's wearing this beautiful white dress that's like kind of turtlenecky and opens her legs and then keeps crossing them and all the dudes are like you know all the inner the police officers that were interviewing her were just awestruck and i was like that is a form of ex well she's I, mean, I definitely I think being socially, a flasher. Socially, there is a little more acceptance in Volvo owning flashers, but I just say no matter what, y'all, consent really matters. Whether you're packing a pussy, a cock, or all the things. I mean, my tit was at once when I was That's at Whole Foods shopping, and I didn't know for how long. That's but not I, flashing though. I flashing did think is people were looking at me. I was like, "Why is everyone staring at me today?" And then I was like, "Yeah, but that's not that's no not idea how long I was flashing the, the tit. Exhibitionism it, and when flashing is a part of that is intentional. Yeah, it is. There's a desire and arousal and turn on to doing this thing, and you can do it in a way where you get permission, where it's safe. Now, if you don't have outlets for this, like don't just go up in your hotel room window and start baiting. That's not a, a safe and consensual outlet. But here's an idea. Hire a cam person, you know, a cam mm -hmm. human, cam girl, cam guy, where you pay them to show your junk to them, to show your pussy, to bait, to touch yourself. That is consensual. That's safe. Mm -hmm. uh, or, you know, if you have a partner and you're like, hey, partner, sometimes can I just like run at you and show you my wang and run away or whatever? You know, you ask people permission or pay people to have these experiences, but don't just do it because you think you're in fucking That's like to it. like non-consensual dick pics yeah. are just so unwarranted for me. Oh, fuck that. And that's, that's flashing. That's, a, that's flashing. That's exactly. That is a form of of being an exhibitionist without having consent. And I and I do not like that. Unless someone says, send me one of your dick shots. Yeah, we don't want your dick shots, everyone. No, over here. Yeah, no. Yeah. And like if you're going back and forth and playing, I mean, whatever. Then obviously there's hopefully an open dialogue. But just to send one on Facebook, which was, well, I'm like, no. no thank you. So I stopped opening Facebook yeah. messages. Yep. Well, don't, like, no. Everyone listening, do not send us one. We will be. We and will, if you see be me at Whole Foods and my tits sex. is out, tell me, okay? That's what I want. I'll let you know. Okay. Thank or I'll you. be like, yeah, you bet your tits no, out. No, but I, I was not consenting to my own tipping out. It was an accident. Okay, so so, so the voyeur, the peeping Tom, though, is more like the voyeurism. Again, this is more like the shadow side of voyeurism because you can do it in a way that is consensual. It's reactionary, though, right? That's what they're, they're striving for. No, not necessarily. The peeping Tom can be undercover. So they're, mm. so they're more sneaky. Like, it's it's forbidden. So I'm, forbi oh. I'm forbidden to see this person. Like, like the, the classic thing in a movie is like someone's like in the shower in their bathroom at home and your house is on the first story and there's someone and they say peeping Tom but again I don't think it's all just penis owners but it could be more so but they're in the window getting off to seeing you knowing it's a secretive thing and they're like but they're not asking permission for hmm. this um, and that's just one example of it whereas voyeurism doesn't uh, is not only just shadowy and you know someone identifies as a voyeur, voyeur and exhibitionist I get really turned on not as much important actually being in environments where I'm around people who are in erotic energy, including them having sex. And I also get turned on having sex and having people witness it. But I generally only do that at sex parties where it's all consensual at the sex parties, like the Bonobo Network sex parties. They say, even though someone's fucking next to you, you don't just get to stare. You ask them, do you mind if I watch? And you can look, right? It's not that you don't ignore it. Like, I don't see this. But if you're going to stare, you're joining their scene. So you would, mm. you would say, hey, do you mind if I watch? And if they say, no, you can watch. They're like, okay, cool. If they say, uh, or sorry, no, you cannot watch. Then you go carry on and you didn't do anything wrong. You asked. But if they say yes, then watch away. I don't know. I might be so in the moment. I wouldn't even know whether someone else was talking to me. I'd be like, what? Uh, yeah, what? 
Yeah. Well, nice. Yeah. Maybe not. And yeah. then also, if you don't have a time to ask, you can look for like a second. You're like, oh, look, oh, hot sex. Okay. But let me like give them their space. So you're not joining in their erotic experience because you might ruin it. They might be like, hey, no, we're, we're having sex in this public place, but we don't want you to stare. I just think there are so many different uh, ways uh, outside of like looking at humans in the flesh, yeah. like the physical form. You can, they're like, porn if you want to be a voyeur and have yeah. consent you can watch or, voyeur porn or cam be also well, there's the actual camming, voyeur yes. porn yeah but there's you're also yeah. camming again once again paying there's someone there's exhibition porn where you can watch yeah. people fuck on a park bench that was shot somewhere but if you're if you're you're paying someone to watch them now on camera touch themselves or maybe they're dancing from the camera or just showing you their genitals and you get to be the voyeur on the other side in a safe consensual way and helping support people who want to make money fuck yeah damn. yeah all right interesting question Question, yeah. And there you go. You have some tips. Uh, and this is going to be a little bit different of a bio yeah. time because we did the bio in the interview. So stay tuned and you'll learn about Forrest Andrews from Aneros. Today we have Forrest Andrews here from Aneros. He's been one of our regular guests on Shameless Sex and we're delighted to have him back. Again, thank you, Forrest, for being here. For those of you, for those of you who aren't familiar with the Narrows, they are the originators of hands-free, self-powered, anally-driven prostate massagers. That all sounds so good. Yeah, those. This is a product that amplifies the strength of ejaculations and unlocks the door, the back door too, to a different kind of experience. A very powerful full-body orgasm. Forrest is Aneros' director of product development and a true expert on all things prostate. Also, though, we like to think of him as the prostate whisperer. Ooh, the guru of the cis male G-spot orgasm. Ooh, what about the headmaster of prostate? Oh, that's fun. I want to learn from the headmaster. Come on, Forrest, or welcome, Forrest. That's a, that Thank intro you. is fun. Yeah, you're so <laughs> that was really fun. I fucked up a little bit, but you're you know what? Kinds. I'm a human. Human. Yeah. You're a human too, with a prostate, <laughs> right? A headmaster. I just, I'm just like picturing him with some sort of paddle in his hand. He's like, "You will listen to me." <laughs> I was doing more Harry Potter with it myself. Yeah, for some reason. Oh, I don't know. Like with a with a wand. Oh, like headmaster. Wand. Yeah, you could hit with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Forrest. We're super excited to have you back once again on Shameless Sex. I we were, I was actually trying to remember earlier. I think this is your fourth time on our show. Uh, mm, yes, yeah, your, your episode number four. So that means you all know that means we love Forrest, and Forrest always has wonderful things to share. Uh, so Forrest, even if folks have heard you on our show before, can you please tell our listeners how you got to where you are today in the field of sexuality? Well, honestly, it uh, let's put it this way I started it on my own, you know, uh, far before I was uh, associated with uh, with Aneros, but it was really my association with Aneros that, that began the serious stuff. Um, by using this product, I was able to discover a heretofore totally unknown, to, at least to me, uh, whole body orgasm. Uh, it was something that was completely beyond my frame of reference at the time. And, uh, it, it was at a period actually for an Eros when, uh, it, you know, it was actually just before they became an Eros when they were being, uh, they were selling this product as, as a health device. And I sought it out as a health device, as a matter of fact. And the very first time that I used it, I had a powerful orgasm. And really that, you know, that started into motion all sorts of different things. I, I ended up um, 
collaborating with them. I became their their tester on uh, all of their products. And as a matter of fact, up until 2016, I was the sole tester of Aneros products. Yeah. Mm. And uh, along that way, I learned uh, a lot more about this, this whole body orgasm that I'm, that I'm speaking about, uh, how uh, it's generated, um, how you can extinguish it by kind of the wrong behavior around it. And uh, I, I, I really I learned a great deal uh, about myself you know, through that, that whole process in, uh, 2016, uh, they asked me to come on full time with them and I became their product development manager at that point. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've been all around the world with them, you know, attending different trade shows and, uh, kind of experience being there as their, uh, expert on, on this product. So, uh, you mean the guru uh, of cis male exactly. she saw orgasms yes. <laughs> you're like hello Guilt. here i am Guilty with the best charged. glasses ever you always have these tinted <laughs> blue round glasses <laughs> if you're not watching this on youtube check it out he doesn't have those on now but you always have fabulous glasses i can go get them if you want well you know what <laughs> save it for next interview because you'll definitely be back again and i i love that introduction because you you definitely were in a different field but i feel like you found your calling and yes. you're such an educated yeah. human and yeah. I think your love for, for, for prostate health came, came to play with working with Aneros and Amy and I have been fans with, of Aneros, with, uh, with Aneros, we've been fans for all Aneros, of them, all of them for, for such a long time. And we've talked about this brand so many times, even before you were a guest on the show. And I love seeing you at trade shows. Um, mm -hmm. And not yeah. only with your your tinted blue glasses, but just uh, what Aneros is offering because it's so different and beautiful. And you really turn the educative piece with prostate health um, into something that is accessible for a lot of people all over the world. And I think that's that's something you speak really highly of. So thank you for doing helping be a part of that. And, well, thank you. And thank using you. your butt as I, a tester. I, your butt yes, as a I, tester. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Actually, prior to this time, there really wasn't anything like this device. At all. I mean, people, you know, if, if they had the inclination to do something like that, it would be with some kind of a repurposed, you know, G-spot stimulator, you know, which is basically at back in those days would be a vibrator with a little curve on the end of it or something like that, you know, hard plastic and awful stuff they used to make. But it was uh, it was interesting because when I got into it again, there was really nobody that I could hit up about all of this. And I convinced the company to start a forum. And in that forum, I I posted uh, really uh, the accounts of, of my journey, you know, in, in this particular path. And along the way, met some other people who were doing the same. And we, we kind of passed all of this knowledge on to to everybody that would come in. And uh, yeah, it's been it's really it's been a long strange trip it's been a long strange trip and you know august obviously people talk about a, a lot more butt stuff during august at least in not only the, the sexual health world but podcasting we did multiple episodes on yes. anal play and the importance of even prostate health uh however it's no longer august it's september and it's also this like Another fun time to educate folks on sex and sexual wellness. There's still a theme here. I like to call it shameless September, but you know, I know you have something different. Well, can you tell us more about why September in particular is so special? Well, September is actually National Prostate Cancer and Health Awareness Month. Oh, 
And at least at Aneros, it's very special because for the last several years, we've partnered with Zero, the end of prostate cancer. Now, this is a charity that provides funds for education, outreach, testing, and research. And over the past two years, we have helped to raise $25,000 for them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we're really excited to be continuing that again this year. And we have uh, a special promotion this month as part of that promotion. We are releasing the first time ever a special health edition of the Maximus Sin Trident. Now, this is a product that we've never made before, actually. Now, we made the Maximus. And for those of you uh, that are familiar with our products, uh, the Maximus was it was released back in 2004, and it belongs to some of our legacy products that are made with a rigid thermoplastic. Back in 2012, we started making products that integrated silicone over a rigid core. These are called our SYN products, S-Y-N. They're soft. They're beautiful. I just want to speak to those because they are they have like this nice coating. They're so gorgeous. Yes. So, but again, these, these tend to have a different feel to them, as you said, and they have a different action as well. So, and they're really the preference of a lot of our customers that are our best-selling items. So we decided to put out uh, a Maximus SYN Trident uh, just for this occasion. And uh, we're really excited about it. I mean, the Maximus, this this has been talked about in, you know, in our user forum, and it's always topped one of the wish lists. So we're really anticipating, you know, a big response to this. And it would really be good because, uh, you know, the proceeds of the, uh, the sale of each of these, uh, you know, a portion of that goes to this charity. So uh, we really uh, we're excited about that. Uh, you actually sent us some. So April and I each got some uh, Maximus Trident Sin or Sin Trident, uh, something in that order. Maximus, right. Yeah, sin, sin, S-Y-N, S-Y-N, yes. Yeah. And sin, so, like synthesis. Yeah. And so for everyone out there listening, it's actually still August because we are recording in August right now, but this will go online in September. And so April, you and I only have like nine more days to implement this in our annual August exploration. I don't know if you've already done it, but it's on my list of, of things to try with my partner. Um, so we have this out. It's like, you are going to try this. We actually did my ass the other day. So his ass is next, but uh, willingly <laughs> with consent, of course. So I'm super excited to try the Maximus Sin Trident. Okay, these are gonna. this is combining two questions together. We're going we're to weave them. Uh, number one, why is it important for penis owners to be in touch with their prostates, in your opinion? And also for our listeners who may be a little fuzzy on what the prostate is or where it is, can you give us a little bit of an overview on it? Okay. Uh, well, in terms of the importance of being in touch with her prostate, I should put this out there. Uh, it is prostate cancer is actually the second most common cancer in men in the United States behind uh, skin cancer. So from that uh, aspect alone, it's it's good to be in touch with your prostate. There are also other problems that, that are quite common that men don't hear about a lot. Uh, prostatitis is one of them. Chronic prostatitis is 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 kind of a more uh, extreme version of it. I had that. Is that like an enlarged prostate? Or, no. or is that that's different? No, that's okay. different. That's different. Okay. Actually, it's it is inflammation of the prostate and the the, the cause of that, you know, I, there's one direct cause and that can be bacterial and that's usually treated with with uh, antibiotics. However, there are many men, myself included, uh, that are not responsive to that. And they don't really know why some men get this, but they do. And actually, again, ironically, that's what led me to the Aneros uh, prostate massager. I was looking for some alternative therapy for that. So, 
Yes. So uh, again, prostatitis is another. Uh, BPH is another. Now, some of these things, uh, particularly with respect to, to BPH, that's that's avoidable. This happens with age. But the symptoms can uh, be mitigated, you know, by certain techniques. And prostate massage can figure into that. Uh, we actually had a, there was a study that was done at Columbia University Medical Center. And uh, there was a paper published on this uh, that involved the use of our products. And it was found that it was uh, effective in about 80% of the cases of people who who used it for symptoms of BPH. And chronic prostatitis, as a matter of fact. Did you so, say what BPH was? I missed. I, I might have I'm missed sorry. it. BPH is enlargement of the prostate. It's okay. Okay, that's what it is. Yeah. Hypertrophy. And but that's the one. Like prostate. as you get older, if you're a penis owning individual and you're going yes. to live to 60, 70, 80, like your your prostate just gets larger, and just like your I think your your ears, you grow more nose nose hair, ears hair, and yes. your nose grows too. Like so all these that's interesting. What parts. it will get larger? Yeah, it's I did not know that. Yeah, I don't know if we've ever. I I don't know if I remembered that. It's not necessarily that. always problematic, right? But I think that it's just a natural part of um aging, of aging in life. Huh. I don't know why the the system shows these parts of the body to grow. Maybe you know, in forest, but <laughs> easier <Yes>. access. <laughs> You're right. Well. <laughs> You would ask me also about uh, the the what the prostate is and what, what you know a little bit of background about it. It's a gland. It's about the size and shape of a walnut, and it's uh, in men born with penises. It's located between the bladder and the rectum, and it serves uh, two basic functions. First, it makes the fluid that's one of the main components of semen, and the other is is it provides the pumping action or a great deal of the pumping action of an ejaculation. And um, lastly, it does have a muscle inside of it, a, a sphincter that, uh, to be more specific, that actually controls the flow of urine. So it's it's important, you know, mm -hmm. in terms of a bodily function. So wait, so if bacteria gets in there, because you talked about that a little bit, is that does that happen just because I know? Okay, I'm a a, a woman, I have a, a vulva, and I can get a UTI, for instance, right? So from sometimes bacteria getting into um, urethra. The urethra somehow. Yes. So um, is that similar to why folks will get some sort of infection or bacteria? I know it's not the same track, but it, is it related to? Yes. Okay. Yes. It, okay. It okay. Yeah, it, it happens in a similar way. And the thing of it is, is that it, if it happens with more regularity, that's when chronic prostatitis starts to occur. Now, it's not just definition just because, you know, it's happening more often, but it's believed that as, as we have inflammation in any part of the body, by the way, there are calcium deposits that occur. This is sort of a normal process of inflammation. And these deposits are, are left in the tissue. And those in time, uh, when they accumulate in the prostate, it can be irritating. And so it's felt that that, that may be uh, one of the things that leads to chronic prostatitis. But in truth, mm. there is, at this point, there is, you know, no conclusive factor on that. There really isn't. And if you talk to a urologist about it, it's one of the things uh, that they that they least like about, about their about their job because it's, it's a difficult thing to treat. Mm. Okay. Time for a quick break so we can tell you about our carefully chosen sponsors. Please stay tuned and buy their products because we only tell you about what we love and what we truly believe in, and it helps keep this podcast free to you. Are you ready for the Unleashed Tour, where shamelessness, sexiness, and laughter collide in a hilarious orgy of fun, discovery, and sex edutainment? 
Embark on a captivating nationwide journey with the Shameless Sex Podcast and an electrifying ensemble of sex educators and sex-positive entertainers as they bring you an unforgettably titillating live experience. Be a part of mesmerizing, entertaining, boundary-pushing acts, shameless sex style. Ever heard of the Slurpee stick shift? Want to learn how to bury your face in her? How about some dirty talk improv or brat taming 101? Hmm. Get ready for nonstop laughter as our charismatic hosts and entertainers weave humor into the fabric of this liberating celebration of sexual diversity and freedom. Engage in interactive segments, Q&A sessions, and a chance to connect with like-minded individuals in an inclusive and empowering environment. Listen up, Portland, Chicago, Seattle, we're coming to you. For more information and to get your tickets right now, go to shamelesssex.com and be part of a night that will be fun, educational, sexy, hilarious, and shamelessly unforgettable. Seats are filling up fast, so don't miss out on the most unforgettable show of the year. What's up, shameless sex fam? Is your sex life important to you? Hmm. What about your relationships? And also, let me ask you this. Who can relate to this story? Things were once so good in the bedroom with my partner, and now it's a mess, and I don't know what to do. Where's or, my happily ever after, yeah, where's Amy? My ha- yeah, yeah, what about me? Or how about so many aspects of my life are fantastic, but when it comes to sex and relationships, I feel so lost. Yep, been there. Uh, mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. And this is why you all need Shameless Sex, the, the book. The book. We give you simple, simple solutions and a framework that you can use. You can customize it to you. Yes, you gives you the tools, the right tools for your sex and relationship. So you get what you desire and it's fun. It's playful. Right, Amy? We're always playful. It's kind of sexy. And did I mention how easy we make it for you? You have to check out Shameless Sex. Plus the testimonials, they're coming in from everywhere. And this book has helped people just like you recreate and create the sex life of their dreams. So you can do it too. Go to, where are they going, Amy? Shamelesssex.com. Oh, how easy is that? Just go to shamelesssex.com and click on the book, okay? And you can get it however you choose. You, you want, want hardcover, yeah. audio. Hardcover? We got you hardly yeah. covered. <laughs> so with the antibiotics piece, so if you are experiencing, I know we're not doctors. However, mm-hmm. sometimes you said you you experienced some of the, you didn't have it in large prostate, but you had the prostatitis, prostatitis. Mm-hmm. So if you're experiencing what, is it like frequent peeing, f- frequent yes. urination or burning. Yeah, yeah, burning you know? sensation? Yeah. Right. What are the symptoms um, that you should look at to know if you have any of those types of situations happening? Again, it's going to be frequency of urination. It's going to be burning when you do urinate, burning even when you're not urinating. That can be part of it. Uh, in some cases, it can it can get to to blood, you know, mm-hmm. in the urine. But that's that's pretty extreme. Yeah. Uh, but that that can happen. And uh, again, there are if if it is simple bacterial uh, prostatitis, that's treatable, and it's it's something that's that usually it's a course of therapy. It lasts from anywhere between two to, to four weeks. And they usually put you on something that's pretty heavyweight too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's pretty effective at doing that. It is. Uh, but these other conditions, not, not necessarily so. 
So, you know, again, getting back to, to uh, September, it's just, it's good for people to be aware of this. And, you know, we, we also try to enlighten people about, about going and seeing a urologist or seeing a GP that will do a digital rectal exam. There's really, you know, there's no harm in this. And there are plenty of people that are out there that will, you know, that will tell you um, that uh, not getting this done, you know, regularly can be a real mistake. Mm-hmm. It really can. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're, we're advocates, advocates for help. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all advocates for checking uh our, our ourselves, yourselves on a regular urology is is amazing. We've had such incredible urologists on the show and all the information. It's all related, especially when it comes back to sex, right? And sexual yes. pleasure and getting back to why it's important to to regulate what's happening with your urine stream or you know when you when right. you're you know going number two um or uh, all of the things they're all connected. So let's let's bring it to the sexy time and to pleasures when we're talking about sex. How does the prostate tie into sexual pleasure? Is it some sort of sensory organ? Does it know everything? What does it do? Is it your third eye and your butt? <laughs> well, in the most strict sense, it, sense it's, as I mentioned, it's a gland. It's an exocrine gland. So it's something that actually secretes a substance outside of the body, like sweat glands, okay? But there are some very important uh, sensory nerves that, that tra- traverse over the top of the prostate. One is the cavernous nerve. Now, this is the one that is responsible for erection, okay? And obviously, that that is very, very important. In addition to that, there also appear to be sensory nerves that are associated with the prostate itself. Now, you won't find this in the literature unless you really dig hard. Uh, it's funny because about eight years ago, I went to my urologist and I asked him about this point blank, you know, what, what it, I assuming that there was, you know, a sensory nerve that was involved in, you know, in the prostate. And he says, it's not, it's not a sensory organ. There are no sensory nerves there. Now, I, I chuckled to myself, okay, because uh, obviously I know different. You know, I've, I've had, you know, by that point, it was like, you know, 15 years of prostate stimulation. So I know I'm feeling sensation there, you know. There's no question about that. Uh, in addition to that, there is quite literally tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people who have contributed to our forum over the years you know, who will stand witness to the fact that there are, you know, sensory nerves that are there. So there's a lot of anecdotal in, in information there. But up until about six years ago, again, there was really no hard evidence on this. Uh, but at that point, there was a, a researcher by the name of Barry Kamizorak, and uh, he did some work on mapping sensory input from specific areas of the body to specific areas of the brain. Uh, he worked with uh, people with uteruses at one time. This was back around uh, the 2000s. And he essentially what he did was is he would he wheeled people into an MRI and he would have uh, these people uh, stimulate themselves to orgasm. And he, you know, looked at where the location on the brain was, where the orgasm occurred on the brain. He published a book called The Science of Orgasm. If anybody wants to get into that, it, it, it's, uh, I think it's still available on Amazon. But again, some years ago, he started looking at the, the situation with people with prostates. And his whole approach was to try to map certain areas of the body, certain erogenous zones of the body with areas on the brain. So he looked at three areas of the penis. He looked at uh, the, the scrotum. He looked at the perineum. He looked at the anus. And he looked at the uh, rectum. And he looked at the prostate. And 
all of these mapped to a, a particular location, but they were all discrete. They were all distinctly different in terms of how, how they, they showed up in the brain. So to answer the question, you know, in my opinion, it is a sensory organ, you know, but uh, I think that it's something that that'll probably, you know, show up in the future uh, texts. Uh, because I think some of this knowledge is, is just getting out there. I mean, how do we define sensory organs? It's that it has nerve endings and sensations, and it's obviously an organ because it has serves yes. specific purposes. I mean, without it, you don't have a lot of fluid for, for the semen to move through. Although when you when someone has a vasectomy, they get prostate fluid, but no semen. So, uh, you know, it's, it's doing mm-hmm. some things. And obviously, uh, which brings us to our next question with you about the pleasure piece. People have had multi-orgasmic experiences, including you. And I believe you've talked about this on um, the past three episodes, but let's talk about it again because it's awesome and everyone should know about this. So multi-orgasmic experiences for penis owners. Can you tell us a little bit more about how the prostate plays into this from your own experience and what you've heard from all of these people that have written in about this? Well, I'd be delighted to. You know, it's, uh, again... For penis owners, uh, there is a far greater pleasure potential than they know, a far greater orgasmic potential than they know. And I really spent the last several decades of my life trying to get that information out there because I think that people should know about that. But uh, for the most part, folks born with penises uh, are limited in their knowledge of this. And uh, for them, you know, uh, pleasure begins and ends with the penis. And it's the same for the orgasm. Most guys believe that orgasm and ejaculation are one and the same, when in fact they are two separate phenomena. Okay. So, uh, you know, to understand this, I tell people that ejaculation occurs as a result of orgasm, not the other way around. So if you do some research or some, even some personal uh, exploration on this, you find it's possible to separate these two things. So you know, but why would anybody want to separate them? That's what I've, I've time and time again, people ask me that because when you do, you remove the lid on the size, the location, the duration and number of orgasms you can experience in a given amount of time. You know, these can be massive orgasms that you experience all over your body, orgasms that last for minutes at a time instead of seconds. And you can repeat them consecutively uh, with little or no time in between. So in, in this way, I, we believe that it's a superior type of orgasm, you know, with seemingly no limit to it. And for that reason, we call it a super O. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So these are the, the orgasms that were, you know, discussed in the teaching of the Tantra and, and Taoist uh, thousands of years ago. And, and they're real. And we feel it's time for people to, to really start talking about them. Mm. So... Why is it that more people don't know about them? Well, first, it's the simplicity of an ejaculatory orgasm. Guys find out about that, you know, early in their youth, and they access it easily and as frequently as possible. Uh, Through repetition, you know, their bodies become accustomed to achieving pleasure in that way. And it's almost like autopilot, you know, uh, fulfillment at times. But by contrast, this other type of orgasm, um, it's, it's... it's a li- it can be a little bit more elusive, okay? And so it's something that you have to appreciate, uh, pardon me, approach with some patience and uh, to, to achieve really sensation with it and to achieve arousal and later, you know, climax with it. The other aspect that can be a limitation is the method of access to it. 
uh, by far, you know, we feel that the short track is through, you know, by the prostate. And as you know, there are some guys that are averse to anal stimulation. And therein, you know, lies some of the limitation to it. Why is that better, you know, uh, prostate stimulation? Because it produces sensations that lead to arousal and orgasm without ejaculation. You know, why not use the penis? Uh, the answer is pretty simple there. Because people who have penises, their bodies are hardwired to ejaculate that way. And it turns out that disengaging that response is can be pretty difficult, you know, so we feel that this is is the better way to go. The good news is that once you become accustomed to generating orgasm without ejaculation, it, it becomes an easier place to go. You know, it's like an address that you've been to many times before. With time, it's possible to use different kinds of stimulation to achieve, you know, all sorts of different kinds of uh, super orgasms. And to, to use different areas of your body, you know, nipple orgasms, very, very common. I love that myself. And even more powerful than that, over a period of time, you can use thought to do that. And that's when you get into to a really cool area. And it's, it's something that, I, you know, I think that escapes a lot of people about our products is, is that you can graduate uh, to, you know, not using the product at all. And some people do this, you know, and I'm not trying to steer people away from our product by any means. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is that it is a learning tool. It is a learning tool for you to, to get in touch with your body in a totally different way. And after a period of time, it's possible for you to have a mind-body connection that supersedes everything. And I think that that's really what, what people want to be, uh, come to. Because with that, I mean, that, that, has, that has implications in terms of, you know, how somebody interacts with a partner, you know, during intercourse, you know, during oral, during everything. I mean, you can take it to a completely different level. You know, when a man is multi-orgasmic, he can have an erection and he can have orgasm and not lose his erection. Okay. So it, it, the opportunities, the potential is just, it's limitless. And so my feelings, again, what I, 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 what I try to do is to get people to, to think about, you know, getting outside the box that they're in. Mm -hmm. The first thing that you have to do is kind of convince them that they are in a bit of a box. Right. You're stuck and in a so, box. Here's some options. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. That, and that can be really tough because, you know, again, you know, I've had a lot of people say to me, it's just like, Hey, this is too easy, man. You know, I'm talking about, you know, uh, an ejaculatory orgasm and it is, and I'm not knocking them. I'm, I'm not, I mean, that has its place too, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I will tell you that Having an ejaculatory orgasm after having 15 non-ejaculatory orgasms, it will be the most powerful experience, you know, of a traditional type that you've ever had in your life. Oh, yeah. Right, right. I, wait, I have a question that is like, when you, you you say we, are you talking about the Aneros family or the researcher? Because you, you've said we, you know, you're like, we feel, and I'm like, who's we? Is it yeah. Forrest and all of the, the forum folks? Or who who is the proverbial we that we think of? <laughs> It's generally forced in the forum, folks. Yes. Okay. Um, it's, got it. I, I speak to that from the accumulated knowledge that I have. You know, I love uh, that. I just the... wanted to know. I was like, wait, who's yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, we it's... you speak French? <laughs> no, it's you know, I I should put this out there. The 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 company itself is 
for the most part, had a really kind of hands-off approach to the development all of all of this. The it's quite a mythic, you know, quality to to orgasm and to, to achieving orgasm, and you know that that all came about in the forum. That came out about in the interaction between people in the forum. So, uh, you know, the company has been tremendous from the very start in terms of, of, you know, having this place for people to go. But this isn't something, you know, that they that they try to uh, actively manipulate or, you know, force one direction or another. You know, it's, an, it's, it's not pay really, to play. It's not pay no, to play. It's like it's, people it's are really, honest and real. It's been very organic from the very start, and it, it really hasn't changed. I mean, the only thing that changes is, you know, sometimes the you know, the buttons on the forum or they, they get a new forum or something like that. And But, uh, you know, outside of that, it, it's always been self-policing from, from the very start. And that's really kind of amazing because I think in the history of that forum, we have had, I don't know, maybe two or three trolls in 20 years. I mean, that's nice. that's pretty amazing. You'll have to tell folks. You haven't made it unless you've had a troll. Right. Well, right. There's always trolls. And you'll have to tell folks. But we have some more questions. But at the end, where they can find the forum, because I think that's important. I don't know if we've spoken to that before, but we'll get there. Time for a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors who just so happens to be our absolute favorite lube, UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant and it enhances intimacy. It's there when you want it and it blends in when you're done with it. So you have control over that lube. It's long lasting and leaves the skin extra velvety. And honestly, y'all, I want it all over my body. Thousands of doctors in the U.S. are recommending UberLube to their patients. It's body-friendly, less likely to change the pH, and it has vitamin E, so it feels extra moisturizing. There's a reason why we've been a fan of UberLube for years. There's no flavor or scent. It's even great for oral sex, everyone. But it's not just great for sex. You can use it for massage, your hair. You can prevent chafing. It even brings out the colors of your beautiful tattoos. And the bottle is absolutely gorgeous. It looks more like a cosmetic, so you can leave it anywhere shamelessly for easy access. Just go to uberlube.com and use the discount code SHAMELESS10 to get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E.com right now with code SHAMELESS10 for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast is also brought to you by OMGS.com. Join over 1 million people who are experiencing more pleasure with OMGS. They take scientific research of thousands of vulva owners showing techniques to pleasure that pussy. They turn this research into tasteful educational short videos, animated modules, and infographics. OMGS is for anyone who wants to learn about vulva pleasure or take it to the next level. Want to take your orgasms from good to out of this world? Then check out OMGS. Or if you're a vulva lover and want to up your pussy pleasuring skills, then you need to check out OMGS. I've personally been recommending OMGS to my clients for years, and it's completely changed their lives. They have three seasons, external pleasure, internal pleasure, and sex toys. It's not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. OMGS also makes a fabulous gift, and your purchase supports more pleasure research. So just go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Again, that's omgs.com shameless to receive 10% off unlimited access towards enhancing your pleasure power. The link is in the episode's description. 
We have a few more questions for us, for you, because Please. we have you here. Mm -hmm. Thank you for, mm -hmm. for defining the we. I was curious and I was, I just no, wanted it's a good to question. make sure. Right. I just wanted I to make sure it. I understood. Right. Mm -hmm. No, I, uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. Because it allows me to get this out there. I know that sometimes people, it, it's funny because, you know, uh, as I say, I started as a user. And so now I work with the company and, and I had one or two people ask me, you know, if, if anything has changed in terms of how I approach any of this. And the answer is no, uh, it, it really hasn't, except for the fact that now that I'm, I'm in a, in much more of a power position to affect, you know, certain things, you know, changes that I need, you know, made on any particular product. So that I, I really, I really do appreciate. But this is like when you text, of, you texted me yesterday the wrong message was supposed to go to someone else, and it was like talking about the like certain colors of products, and I was no, like, no, I no. think you sent this oh, to the no, wrong no, person. No. <laughs> no, that was my my ex partner. He gets okay. me some some free freebie uh, printer supplies. From oh, oh. printer supplies! I was like, is, is there going to be an arrow in yellow? Because you're like, I got a text about no. it just now. No. <laughs> you have to send it no. out to Slurger tonight. I thought it was special. So let's let's get back to thank you for explaining yeah, that for us sure. yeah. um let's get back to something that i think is important because surrounded in prostate play is definitely a lot of preconceived notions especially from oh, cis men let's talk about you know a lot of penis owners that um born with penises and and are, are cis men they identify as, yes. as a cis male so um and i, I want to say something too to folks out there the other day i was exploring my partner's prostate and i couldn't reach it with my fingers mm -hmm. and i tried to try it i was like just and he'd probably be mortified if he knew that i was telling everyone in the world about this i think it makes it more awesome um, saying but yeah and uh, and i was like i need the a narrow story uh, and i was thinking about that because i did want to explore because my fingers for some reason and i don't have like extremely small fingers and this might be diverting from the actual question because my mm -hmm. question is about advice for people especially that own penises that want to explore their prostates but have fear but also if you're a partnered with a prostate owner and maybe you can't reach it or you have a fearful partner and you listen to this podcast and you want to sort of initiate the conversation about prostate exploration um do you have any advice for both of those tiers um not for maybe for someone with short fingers like me maybe just getting mm -hmm. the narrowest product yeah um yeah. or but also for folks out there with penises that have fear around um having something in their butt yeah, actually, my answer would be the same. And I know it seems self-serving, but I'm, I would say that, that getting one of our products really should be your first stop. And let me explain why. As you said in the intro, okay, this is a, uh, an anally driven product. So it is, it's something that once you insert it, it finds its own place inside the body. You use your own contractions to massage your prostate. So you, there's not a possibility of hurting yourself. You can't use too much pressure with this. That's mm -hmm. one of the things that, that people fear and that sometimes does come, you know, uh, true is, is that if they're doing this with the partner, the partner will push too hard or if they're using a, some kind of a handheld device, sometimes they can get into trouble with that. One of the reasons is, is that most of these products, uh, the handheld devices, what you don't realize is, is that it's it's kind of the physical um, property of a lever arm, okay? So the point is, is that a, a small amount of movement that you make with the wand on the outside translates into a lot of torque inside. And so you may not be aware that you're putting more pressure than you should. 
you know, on the prostate. In general, we don't believe, you know, our philosophy is, is that the prostate responds better to subtle stimulation, subtle to moderate stimulation. It's not, you know, it doesn't do well with being hammered. As a matter of fact, uh, with stronger stimulation, the prostate actually starts to desensitize. It's much like one's nipples, okay? It feels really good at, you know, a certain level. But if you keep going with the same kind of uh, stimulation and you don't break it up in a particular way, uh, you get into what's known as a negative feedback loop where you're now putting more pressure to get the sensation you had moments ago and on and on. And that's when you can get into trouble with it. So I don't recommend that people use wands of, of that sort. I know that there there's one, yeah, I'm sure you guys know the Enjoy Wand, mm-hmm. a terrific product for an advanced user, definitely. For somebody who has has experience with prostate and anal play. Definitely not for somebody who's just getting into this for the first time. And we have several products that are really good for that. Uh, the MGX is great. The Helix or the the Sin versions of both of those are probably really good because they're nice and smooth, and they make uh, you know introduction and in, in, you know in, into the body much much simpler. So, I've ac- I've actually had an experience with the Enjoy Fun Wand uh, with uh, yeah. uh, through some many 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 years ago that would, um, where I you know whipped it out and was I was using on someone else to try to get to the mm-hmm. prostate. And they're like, really intense, really intense. I was like, oh, yeah, it's stainless steel. It's a great product. It is a great product. So were you just like kind of like thrusting it? No, I I mean, I think I was trying to like just do a little bit of like come hithery thing. Right. But like before I said, a little bit is a lot. And it's not my body. And that's that's, that's angled. And that one's angled. So again. It's not a vulva or vagina. You can't kind of like pound it that's it's, a good point no. they're great make, toys i mean i love stainless steel like you said they're more an, an yeah. intermediate or an advanced but i would also think that you would probably want to get a feel for using on your own body first because yes. it doesn't have a lot of room to give and then maybe you can do partner play whereas with the narrows another thing i really like about narrows products they're not big and scary they're not like ah, what is this huge right. toy it's like it's their yeah. you know they're compact and to the point and have a specific design for health and pleasure that is is brilliant and we had a whole display oh, at pure pleasure um, when we were the brick and mortar and we still sell them online, but they, they, you know, we had what, five or six products that took up just, you know, one shelf and none of them are like, Ow, Oh my God, what is that thing? What is right. that? The weird butt plug thing. It was, Since it was the beginning of the store. Yeah. We always carried always, it. Always. Always. Yeah. Been, and then like, this is one of the top. Yeah. Like, new iterations would come out. And the other thought right. that came to yeah. me was I, I think you're, maybe you're the same too, April. Um, we are, or I, I think you would say, I have not really been into um, non-human things inside of my pussy, but in the ass, that's a different story. Uh, and I'm more into non-human things outside of my pussy, like love vibrators. Um, but I think, so I just had an experience last night with just playing what with What other with non-human myself. things? Would sex you toy. Like? A sex toy. <laughs> I know, but what other things? Sex toys. Okay. I don't. I don't like. What are historically cucumbers and oh, carrots? I, was like, I have no, don't like anything other than Digitals. sex toys or flesh things. Historically, <laughs> I have not liked non-human things such as sex toys inside of me. My pussy. They haven't really done much for me because I think other people have used it on me or I've tried it on myself and nothing has really happened. And it just reminds me of what you said for us of like. Uh, that part of like it doesn't have a lot of room to give and you know a little bit can feel like a lot and so I feel these things that don't have a lot of bend but last night I actually with, uh, with myself was using a vibrator on my clit and using that joy lux thing that they give us oh the, one the, the infrared the infrared I didn't have the infrared on just one of the curves and oh. I was like and I was seeing how I was able to kind of massage my g-spot g area and then also use my vibrator at the same time and actually really liked it mm. uh, and it enhanced the orgasm but I was in control 
of it where someone else was they were doing that to me and i think the g-spot gr is very like embryologically the same as the the prostate right yes. if they were doing that to me i'd be like ow you're poking me <laughs> so right. i think it's like self-discovery on your own um and which brings me to this this question about newbies you know people that are new and i'll bring it to intermediate too because we're talking about mm -hmm. we just talked about all of those i think you just named a couple of products I, remember, I think we always recommend the mgx kind of the newbie toy yeah that or, was the yeah. first go-to when at the store level in 2008 yeah to 2000 when i worked there and then i don't know now what, yeah i think, I think the mgx that. is like an, oh, an oldie but goodie yeah and so those are the questions within that are in, in this can apply to narrows products and also to other things but if i'm new to prostate play and i'm like i want to play with my prostate what you know how do i get started Started into it. Maybe I got through the fear piece of like, I think, and I just want to say something about the fear piece, the anal thing for a lot of people have had negative experiences and uh, of something that felt like too much, too fast, too soon, or there's the stigma around it. And like, if you can actually like explore it slowly with yourself, maybe some good stuff would be there. So if I want to do that, I'm new, what would you recommend um, with the Neros products and then other things? And then if I'm intermediate or advanced, what Neros products would apply to me if I want to explore? Well, to start off with, I think you do knew, you've kind of covered this a little bit. I think you have to kind of broach that anal, you know, aspect to it to start off with. You do. We have one product that I tend to recommend. Actually, we have two products that I recommend for people who need to break the ice, as it were. Uh, one of them is called the Paradise, and they're actually two small uh, stimulators. They are anal stimulators. They're not much, I mean, there's kind of like, large golf tees without the point, you know, and it's, it's a very interesting toy because once it is in, it's, it's basically made to, to reside in the anal canal. It's not a prostate stimulant and it is I'm, at the largest, I mean, it's the size of one's little finger and it doesn't vibrate, right? Or is it, it vibrate? Well, it, it, it achieves kind of a natural fluttering motion. Oh. It's it's balanced in such a way that it's balanced so it's weighted inward and the anal sphincter tends to kind of make it teeter in, inside the anal canal is the way that it goes. And so what we suggest is that people insert one of these and then, you know, enjoy themselves in, in some other way in addition to it. So it becomes something that's like a supplemental type of, you know, uh, uh, stimulation for them. So this can so, apply to all asses, though, right? This is not for yes. a prostate owner, like oh, all, no, all ass owners, which is this is, all this, is this is yeah. unisex. This, okay. this particular product is okay. There's one other one that we have called the UFO, and this is kind of an interesting one because for I have many, that one. I love yes. that. Yes. This, for many years, uh, we sold this as an advanced users product. We still do, okay. And from the time of its in, in, uh, introduction, I before I you know when I was just a, a product testing and, and, and consulting with the company, I'd suggested to them that they need to also offer this as an introductory product as well. Why? Because it's a lot smaller in, in terms of girth, in terms of the diameter of it than any of the other products. And so it's a terrific product as an icebreaker. One of the things is what this is known for is, is actually generating some of the most subtle stimulation of, of all of our products. It's also one of the more responsive, the most actually responsive products that we make. So if the stimulation is subtle, if it is small, um, that's something that, uh, that a newbie can get behind or can get in there behind, you know, without any yeah, uh, difficulty. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one that, that we, we, we're now, 
again, I was mentioning, you know, now that I'm, you know, on board here as, as the director of product development, that's something that I changed. And so this is something that we put out to um, the people who were new to prostate play as well. Nice. And I think that how many how many total products does Aneros make now? I mean, Four, it's 14. 14. Oh. So mm -hmm. it's it's kind of amazing because you still have the flagship products yes. that really made Aneros, which from the medical side to now the more it's it's novelty. However, there's all of these beautiful benefits that you can receive from having an Aneros product. And a lot of them, the majority of them don't vibrate at all, but they all have yeah. such a purpose. And I think yes. that's really important to highlight because um, yes, for, for prostate owners out there, I think just having an Aneros product, they're thin, they're small if you're a newbie or you're intermediate or advanced, uh, but having an Aneros product is really a game changer for just maintaining your prostate health. And there's more research that's done all the time that I uncovered and Amy uncovered when we were doing um, our book research, because we realized that the amount of prostate, uh, the, the amount of medical folks that are in there willing to, to kind of back up how important prostate massages is, isn't that vast because it's hard to get funding. But like there are companies like Aneros and and even even other researchers that are so avid towards uh like the importance of prostate health and how prostate massage not only gives you this super o but also can have these medical benefits and i think that if it if it isn't going to damage you why not try it right yes. ask your doctor if you have an enlarged prostate uh, and 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 so on if you have the the b b h m bpm yeah, yeah. yeah. The no, it's, you know, <laughs> some, something that I mentioned too is, is and uh, is it, there was a time when prostate massage was the gold standard of treating uh, BPH, of treating prostatitis. It was really the only thing that they had. With the advent of antibiotics uh, that were, you know, directed, you know, at the, the prostate in, in the fifties and the sixties, it kind of fell in, you know, into the back. Uh, but it was rediscovered. Because you had a lot of men like me who had, were experiencing chronic prostatitis that weren't having positive outcomes from any of the, the drug therapies that were out there. So you started to see holistic doctors, you know, that were using it in their practices. And now we're starting to see physicians that are doing it again. Right. This is right. after decades. And because they're looking for some, you know, alternative to, to treat their patients, there was... Uh, there's one that I'm aware of that uh, works out of UCLA, and uh, he's used it in conjunction with antibiotic therapy. The mm -hmm. idea being that he increases the circulation in the gland at the time when he has, you know, the uh, antibiotic on board. So you get better absorption into the prostate. So That makes so much sense. Oh, yes. my God, that's brilliant. And I'm yes. surprised that more people are not on board for that. Like where you were giving you something to help with a certain part of your body, but why not also bring blood flow there at the same time? And absorption. Exactly. Like and it could feel good. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Well, exactly. That's the whole point. It's like, why yes. not try this? This prostate play, get a Neros toy, that is proven for decades uh, or pl decade plus to help folks massage their prostates. You can have a, a super O or multiple orgasms in conjunction with this prostate 
play. So I, I don't know why someone without with a prostate, like if I had a prostate, let me tell you what I'd be doing. I'd be milking that shit all day. <laughs> the other uh, thing too to keep in mind is, is that they're also mm-hmm. really effective Kegel uh, exercise devices. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and a great point. Yeah. The way that essentially what you do, the cool part about it is, is that it gives you sensory cues in terms of how, you know, strong your contraction is by the amount of pressure that it's putting on your prostate. And there are many guys who've been using these for years. And as you know, I mean, this is happening, this is coming out more and more. I mean, uh, Kegel exercises are good for things like erectile dysfunction. Not all cases, but ones where, you know, circulation within the, uh, you know, uh, the pelvic floor muscles is an issue. Okay. Again, it improves pelvic floor muscle tone. It's great for people who have incontinence. Mm -hmm. So, and there's even some, there's even some uh, research out there that it may help people with premature ejaculation too. So we call it ejaculatory challenges or control issues or control (laughs) issues because there's nothing premature about it. If you ejaculate, then a kolakavod, as they say in Hebrew, or good job. Mm-hmm. Right. Good for you. Good for you. And, for it, and, if it, and if it feels like a challenge for you or you identify as it being a control issue, like I can't control it. And that's an issue for me. Then right. there you go. Right. Go try out these other things. And I love that we live in an era with so many products available. Yes. Yes. And yes. It's it's September. And Forrest told you all the reasons and more about why and how yeah. uh, you can really support yourself or your partner that owns a prostate or your friends or whoever. Uh, so Forrest, how can grandma, people, grandpa? Yeah, all, <laughs> all of them. How can people not only find the forum because we actually have an address where you can find the forum, but if they want to find you, if they want to access uh, the products that Aneros makes, or I don't know if you offer anything uh, in in direct relation to working with other folks, but please. Give Give us all of uh, the ways that folks can find you. Well, find me personally. It's tough these days because I do a lot of traveling. Where do you live? Um, yeah, where are you? I'm on the West Coast. Oh, I'll say nice. that. Yeah, no, um, no, it's it's no big secret. But they can contact me actually through support at anaros.com. You know, if they want, if they want to 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 contact me personally, just just address it to me in in their email. And it's something that I, I always get them that way. Mm-hmm. It's it's much easier in terms of all of the uh, my uh, business uh, uh, email address. That's that's all from manufacturers, and I also handle all of those duties too. Mm-hmm. So it's it it gets a little bit uh, it gets a little bit crazy with that. But uh, yeah, I also wanted to to point out too, if they want to uh, get in contact with the the uh, Aneros community, that is our forum. Just go to aneros.com. And uh, click on community and you will see uh, the forum that's in there. There's also the blog that's on there and there's a chat that's on there. There's a lot of other features that we have and it's it's super cool. It's that way. One last thing that I did want to add in here too is we were talking about a a lot of, you know, sort of prostate massagers in general. I want to make clear that our massagers are anatomically designed. Okay. So they work in harmony with your body. I can't tell you how many products that I see out there on the market that are five and six inches long. And it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, clearly, these, these people have no concept of anatomy because they're completely overshooting the prostate. 
They're like, we'll just make something really clitoral stimulators forever. I was like, does anyone designing this have a clitoris? Because I don't fucking think so. This is how they're looking at it on. They're looking at it on paper, and they just think, hey, doesn't this look cool? And we'll give this a shot. And and it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Remember, like the old rabbits that were just straight. The beads that you pinch the shit out of your internal like vaginal canal is not straight. I was like, it's not like pinching beads. I did not understand. Yeah, and so the products that you have they like we said they're they're like it was a beautiful they're compact uh, and there's so many different shapes and and well varieties that you can get yes. um we sell them all at purepleasureshop.com everyone gets 15 off with coupon code shameless sex although i do not know if we'll be able to carry the maximus sin tried it and is that that's a limited release we might have it i'm not sure it, it is a limited edition release we have no okay. plan at this point to to put that into the the product line permanently yeah one thing that i will tell you is is if you're you're uh listeners or viewers want to actually win a Maximus Sin. They oh, yeah, we're doing a the contest, form. right? They can oh, go. Oh, we, the form. Cool. We're doing a contest that's online, okay, that they can do that. And we might be able to do something here too if you wanted to do that. I think we can work something out if you want yeah, to do that. Yeah, let's do that. All the places. Mm-hmm. We have a pre-release contest that's going this weekend, as a matter of fact. And so... Uh, so September, September, because this is coming out September 5th. Labor Day. Uh, oh, yeah. September 5th is the air date. Of we're we're in the... We're, they've been listening. We're in the past. No, they will the future. living in the past. <laughs> yeah. Time. What a concept. Yes. Um, I, you know, I actually think that they will miss it. For okay. Well, no, we'll do it through Shameless Sex. Yes, we will. We'll do the Shameless Sex Instagram. Go to Shameless Sex Podcast. Not Instagram. Yeah. Well, we'll give away some yeah, of the we'll products. We, yeah. we have to wrap it because um, we obviously lose people's ability to understand things after about an hour. And we're like, hey, we love you. They lost we, me at 20 minutes. Yeah. However, we love you. We love you for listening. Forrest, uh, you are incredible. You. Thank you so much for being here yeah, and for it. sharing more of your wisdom and being a product developer for an incredible company. You have so much to share with the world and so many more things to share with the world. I can't wait to see what else Neros does. You always mm-hmm. do really cool stuff. Uh, and thank you. <laughs> yes, yes, of course we will. And to all of our Shameless Sex listeners, remember our book, Shameless Sex, is out November 14th. You can pre-order the book right now. Uh, go to shamelesssex.com. You click the link. Uh, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and we give you a free gift. Amy and I doing a workshop that we spent a lot of time on. That's 30 minutes that will teach you how to be the best possible lover that you can be. Spice that up. All right. It's fun and it's well done. And yeah, we we did it just for you. So check it out. It's also on uh, local bookshops too. I never say that, but it will be. It will be. Well, no, it's everywhere right now on local bookshops. Oh, we'll, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah online. It I see right now yeah. it, it links to Amazon, but we'll change it up every once in a while because we sell 10,000 copies. Guess what, y'all? We'll be New York Times bestsellers, which means that'll help more people find folks like Forrest, folks like the educators that we have on our show. Rate us on iTunes, Spotify. If you have time, if you don't have time, still rate us because we love you. And we'll see you next Tuesday for another episode. Check us out on YouTube too. We love you. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com and for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code shamelesssex at purepleasureshop.com.